hello, hello, hello. December 24, 2020. Well, isn't this awkward? Um, yeah, I haven't been as consistent as, as I said I would. I plan on changing that. Uh, I'm off for the next, I don't know, until January 5th. So I plan on recording at least two to three podcasts during this time I'm off to force that consistency. You know, I actually have people hit me up and ask for the podcast, which is something I have to get used to. I That is weird to me, but I appreciate the people that do. Uh, to the people that listen to me just talking. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that too. Thank you very much. Um, let me see. I've put out three of these by now. I hope you guys know how the format works. But if you don't, real quick, once again, I'll run through this. Section one, I kind of just go through the current events and things like that. Section two, I share my thoughts on something that I've been watching, reading, binging. You know, it can be a song. It can be a movie, it can be a book, uh, whatever it is. In section three, I just kind of go into some personal thing about me. Uh, it can be a thought, it can be a story, it can be whatever it is, but I just try to get into that and I, I try to break it up into those three parts. Again, this is mainly for the people who may be hearing this for the first time. Um, yeah, so let me get into it. Uh, basketball's here. <laughs> Basketball's here. Very excited. Um I just watched my Nets get busy two days ago on the Warriors. Um We may actually win some shit this year, bro. I mean it depends on, right? Need KD to stay healthy. Need Kyrie to stay healthy. You know, I don't want to make it seem like I'm guaranteeing shit. I'm not. It's sports. You know, I can't do that. But it feels good to have one of those teams that's like a super fucking team. Like, it feels good to have one of those squads that can get busy and tear somebody's ass up. Like, I'm not even going <laughs> to... Like, I'm not going to lie. It, it really does feel good. I, I... It feels weird to have the season start now. But I'm not mad at it. Um, in a perfect world... I would get Nets versus Lakers, NBA Finals. That way, at least if my boys lose, my boys, the Nets lose, LeBron get another one. Not going to lie to you, kind of hedging it, hedging it that way. I fuck with LeBron. But, um, yeah, it feels good, man. Like, we could really, we could really run up on this East, man. The East is weak. Philly is some butt. I'm not falling for that Philly shit. I mean, Philly has been, su- I don't want to get into all that. In super detail, but the Nets can get busy. So if you're hearing this and you're watching basketball with me, know I'm excited. I ain't worried about fucking Boston. I ain't worried about Philly. I'm not worried about the Raptors. The two teams in the East that I say I'm the most worried about is uh, Milwaukee and the Heat. Um, I think the rest of them dudes are food. So that's just my quick basketball breakdown. I know a lot of people listening to this might not give a fuck, so I'm not going to uh going to it too long. Just know your boy is excited. Um Yeah, we had a a little mini snowstorm the other day. Uh I honestly don't think 
that we're going to be as lucky this winter as we were the last two winters. If you're in the Northeast, New York, New Jersey area specifically, you should remember that the last two winters, we got very fucking lucky. They were very mild winters. I do not expect that to happen. Last week, we got a snowstorm. Wasn't that crazy. Took one day out of work, right back at it. Um, was kind of hoping that I'd get a little snow for Christmas. But uh, it looks like I'm just going to get rain instead, which is fine. I'm not, I won't complain. But yeah, I just don't think we're going to get that lucky. And that's kind of weird, you know, I, like I get, I'm okay with the mild winters, kind of, but things should be normal. Like, obviously there's a problem. Like, we're getting temperatures we don't normally get. Like, we got a problem. We're killing the planet, guys. <laughs> killing the planet. Like, I don't know what to do about that. I don't know, you know, that's a grand scale thing. Like, you can throw whatever little plastic you want in any little fucking recycling bin you want. That's adorable. But this is a global big thing. It takes systematic change. The changes. I don't know how the fuck I just got into climate change. My bad. But, um, yeah. So we had a little snowstorm. Nothing crazy. Um, like I said, I just don't think we're going to get as lucky. I think uh, we're probably going to get destroyed with weather. It would make sense because 2020 has been quite the fuck year indeed. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't already know. You know. If you made it this far and you hear my voice, then you already know what 2020 was. I tell you what, it's going to be very fun. I put fun in quotation marks, but it's going to be very fun explaining to younger people what this year was like. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. It's going to be very fun. I got a lot on my mind right now. My mind is all over the place. I took some notes to try to keep myself in order, but I might not. So fuck it. Just ride with me anyway. Who cares? But it is going to be very fun explaining. Like, I have a niece. Um, she's seven. And uh, I was just telling her, this was a few weeks ago, a few months ago, how one day, 20 years from now, she'll be 27 years old. And I'm going to sit her down and I'm going to tell her about this year. And all the stuff she don't, she doesn't remember, obviously, because she's only seven now. She'll forget a bunch. But, man, what a time. Oh, what a time, man. Um, Speaking of this year, look at that seamless transition I just dropped on you. Uh, year in reviews. One of my favorite things about this time of year is uh, all the places, all the websites, all the wherever that have these like year in reviews i enjoy seeing it it's kind of like a little time machine to kind of plot out things like i love all the musical lists you know top five rap albums of the year and top this of the year and you know i watched a youtube video that broke down 2020 like i love all that shit like i've seen people complaining about it i don't understand why honestly there's a lot of shit i don't get why people complain about like, there's a lot of shit. Like, don't get me started. But, yeah, I love year-end reviews. Um, I'll kind of give you some of my uh, favorite things or top list or whatever for the years, right? I think the best rap album this year 
if you want to go three, is uh, Royce, uh, Algor- what is it, Allegory, um, Westside, Pray for Paris, and probably Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Those are probably my three. And and uh, 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 Conway. Conway from, from King to a God. Those are like my four favorite albums. Rap albums this year. Um, if you haven't heard them and you would like to, you should definitely check it out. But it also depends on what type of rap you like. So, you know, I like rappers, rappers, mostly. So, you know, but these are mine. Like, I saw the Grammys list, and it was the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen. But don't even get me started on that bullshit either. Um, I'm trying to think. What are some other top lists that I saw? You know what's crazy? Speaking of, like, year-end reviews and just the year and everything like that. Um, Remember those wildfires in Australia earlier this year? Anybody remember that? Yeah, that was 2020. Remember that? It was, like, January. And, like, a million animals were burned and shit like that. Remember? It was, like, a whole big thing. That was this year. I know it feels like 27 years ago. I know it it feels like it happened when we were children. That was this fucking year. Just, like... Woo! Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm looking at these notes, and I kind of want to just throw this shit to the side and just talk about the year. <laughs> oh my god. Like yeah, but just year in review shit. Remember remember all of the uh the marches? You know? Like George Floyd felt like it happened three years ago. That was this fucking year. Like a lot of it is because Trump sucks up all the the fucking life force in the room. He dominates the news cycle, so you maybe you kind of forget about a lot of this stuff. But yeah, that was this year. Kobe died. I had personal losses. Like, the Super Bowl. Who remembers the Super Bowl? Do you even remember who played in the fucking Super Bowl? Killer Hornets. Oh my god Killer Hornets Remember that? Remember when that was a thing? Yeah me neither All the protests The march I remember I was in Brooklyn Trying to get the fuck out of Brooklyn I had got trapped Remember when they were locking down New York with the, Against the protesters You know That little bullshit $1200 check they gave us And now they're trying to give us a $600 check Ooh Not a whole $600 You fucking yeah I'm not gonna lie I'm a little angry right now I'm in like a I'm in a I'm in a sour mood I might ain't gonna lie to you You could probably hear it I'm kinda I kinda wanna fucking punch something right now I'm not gonna lie to you But Yeah $600 That's what these motherfuckers Are trying to give us now And I saw people on like Twitter and the internet Bitching and complaining They just yelling at everybody And they yelling at AOC And they yelling at all these people You motherfuckers don't even know Who to yell at you know that? Y'all yelling at people who tried to get you more money. Y'all mad at people who tried to get you more money. I saw people cursing out AOC on Twitter. What? 
do y'all not follow what's going on or do you just have outrage? It ain't the Democrats stopping this, guys. You know, not to get too political. No, fuck that. This is my podcast. I'm going to get as political as I want. If you don't like it, fucking go somewhere else. It's not the Democrats stopping us from getting more money, guys. Pick up a fucking newspaper. Like, pick up a newspaper. Y'all going crazy yelling and don't even know who to fucking yell at. Just just read. <laughs> I seen people cursing out Nancy Pelosi because she announced it. Hey, she tried to get us more money. Y'all know the people responsible for blockers. Then Trump, this cocksucker, goes on TV and says, oh, $600. Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm trying to get people 2000 No, you're not. You're trying to take attention from the fact that you just pardon like 50 people. You just pardon two Blackwater uh, contractors that kill civilians in Iraq. You just pardon a bunch of people that got ties directly to you that are fucking criminals. You just did that. So you come on and you think that throwing your little smoke screen and distraction. And the fucked up part is it works because a lot of you motherfuckers are stupid. I'm just going to keep it real with you. A lot of you motherfucking people are stupid. Like, y'all don't read. You see a headline, you repost the headline, and you don't even click the article. You fucking repost it. You're stupid. Like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 2020. Year in review. That's what's going on this year, fellas and ladies and cats and dogs. That's what the fuck is going on. What a time. What a time. We got people. They got, they're launching. Private citizens have space companies now. You guys know that? Private citizens have their own space programs now. That's how rich motherfuckers are. I'm not complaining about that. That is what it is. I'm just telling you things about this year on the year in review. Private citizens have space companies now. They are launching motherfuckers into space like Uber, Elon Musk, SpaceX, Blue Origin, uh... What's the Jeff Bezos has Blue Origin? I know because the place that I work um, makes a few things for some of these companies, especially Blue Origin. That's crazy. I'm not. I'm not upset about that. I'm just. I'm just stating like that happened this year. SpaceX launched just people into space. Not because the government needed it, just to do it, just to just like a taxi service. (laughs) Yeah, 2020, boy, is interesting. Let me tell you, I don't know what that's going to mean for the future, but I'm very excited and terrified to find out what that's going to mean for the future. Launching motherfuckers in space like Uber. It's crazy what, what, what we're capable of doing. What just like the human race is capable of doing. Yet we're still so fucking stupid and evil. But man, it's just amazing at the same time. 
speaking of space, I was at the barbershop a few days ago. And, you know, I love having conversations in the barbershop, especially you'll be people that you, like, don't even know, which is my favorite. And I get very, to the people that know me personally, you already know this, but I can get very animated and passionate about certain topics, especially topics that I particularly care about. But speaking of space, I remember we having a conversation with people and I was like, you know, there's people that think the earth is flat still. Isn't that crazy? By the way, if you're one of those people that listen to this and you think that the earth is flat, you're a fucking moron. Um, there's people that think the earth is flat. Like, we have satellites, you have GPS, we can predict the weather two months out. And you think they don't, they have satellites up there and they just can't take a picture of the planet? Like, as smart as we are as a species, look at how dumb that sen- those sentences I just dropped on you. And I know what a lot of it is. A lot of it is 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 the double-edged sword of the internet. It's an amazing thing, and it can be a terrifying thing at the same time. Because the internet has given people the ability to reach other idiots. Other stupid-ass people. Like, you know, we've all seen those stories or watched those documentaries, and it'll be like, cult leader Jim Jones gets... 1,000 people to drink cyanide And you think to yourself How in the fuck How How did this guy But I see it all the time now Because of the internet There's naive and stupid people All around us guys Surrounding us Right now You're probably looking at one Right now They're all around us The internet it has allowed dumbass people to bounce ideas off each other. That's why conspiracy theories. Oh, let me talk about conspiracy theories real quick. If you're one of those conspiracy theorist people, hey, you're a fucking idiot. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care if I know you either. I don't give a fuck. You're an idiot. Straight like that. <laughs> like, I might not have told you in your face because I respect you, but because this is my podcast, I can say it and I'm not talking to anyone in particular. Wink, wink. You're a fucking idiot. I want that to sit on. I want you to think like, hmm, am I one of those people? You might be, and if you are, you're an idiot. It is what it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, just, I told you, I'm in, I'm in a mood, and it's Christmas Eve. Like, oh, why are you in a mood? Fuck it, I'm in a mood. So, I'm going to say what I want to say. Right? Conspiracy theorists, people, let me holler at you for a minute. Let me ask you a question. Why do you guys don't believe the things with evidence in front of you, but are so quick to believe the things with no evidence? Or the evidence you point out is a motherfucker on YouTube. Why? Just, that makes sense? Logically in your brain, that makes sense? I want somebody to tell me. Somebody hears this and you're one of those conspiracy theory people and you feel some type of way, please contact me. I would love to talk to you. I would love to get in your stupid ass brain and just and try to figure out why. Why are you why do you why do you believe all these crazy things you believe? With no evidence, but the things with evidence, you 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 just discount it all. And I know there's something intrinsic in the human brain that causes us to want to believe extraordinary things. That's how we created religions. Don't get me started on that. I'll save that for another podcast. You might not want to hear that. But um, 
I I get that part, right? I get like it's, it's a human condition to create ex- extraordinary things to justify extraordinary things we've seen. So we we need to create extraordinary circumstances. I get that that's a human condition. But damn it, we're smart enough now. It's 2020. This isn't 1310. This isn't the year 900, guys. Come on, man. Come on, guys. I'm just talking to the human race. Come on, humans. <laughs> this podcast is all over the place. So forgive me. It's just, you know, when it's one guy doing a recording, you know, I just kind of go wherever the thoughts take me. But yeah, what was I talking about? I'm sorry. Year in review. So yeah, what a year, huh? <laughs> what a year. What a year. I was started this year in a relationship, ending this year, completely different relationship. What a goddamn year. <sighs> Learned a bunch of new stuff. Learned new things. Discovered new things about myself. Figured out my own traumas and shit. You know, I'm hoping that a lot of people listening to this went through a lot of the same things. I'm sure you did. It's called life. So I'm sure you did. I figured out so many things about myself this year. Crazy. It's crazy to sit back and just to think where I was January 1st mentally and where I am now. The shit kind of get me like emotional thinking about it. It's funny. Yeah, I never even imagined that I'd be doing this podcast show on a regular basis. You know? Like, again, to the people who actually listen to this and actually give a damn, I appreciate you. I can't believe you want to hear this shit, but I'm going to rock with it. I'm going to try to be consistent with it. I have a lot of thoughts, so be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. Um, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I'll save that. I'll save that for the other. I'll, I'll I'll get into that. I'll get into that. Um, lockdowns. Speaking of 2020 and what this year has been, lockdowns. So I know New York, they just got rid of indoor dining. COVID cases are spiking. I'm sure after this holiday season, COVID cases will go even. The numbers will go higher. Because people are, you know, doing a bunch of shit they shouldn't be doing. Like, traveling and getting in giant groups. And You know what I realized, too? With all this lockdown stuff and you look and you see people living and doing certain things. A lot of you motherfuckers, y'all just trying to keep up with the Joneses, man. Like, everybody knows what we should be doing. Yet, y'all are fucking so thirsty to do shit. So thirsty to do shit. Shit that doesn't even mean anything, by the way. Oh, we gotta... Gotta go here. Gotta go here. Why do you have to go here? Why do you have to go there? Why? Is this a time of the year? What the fuck does that mean? Like, it's a fucking pandemic. I wasn't... When I was saying I was in a barbershop a few days ago. I was in a barbershop a few days ago. And I literally... This is what I told my cousin. Yo... If the Spanish flu was around now, 
we'd all be dead. That thing killed 20 plus million people worldwide. And it was dumb motherfuckers back then saying, oh, I don't know if I want to wear this mask. Imagine now the Spanish flu is around now. People will still be thirsty to travel places, to go places. Like, what the fuck? Why y'all so thirsty? This is another question you got to ask yourself. Why aren't you just good in your space? Why aren't you just good chilling? What's going on upstairs where you so depressed that being in your own environment or being in a chill environment got you just feeling sad? Hmm. What's going on? What's going on? I hate I hate to talk. <laughs> What's going on? Like, I just want to know. Because I see crazy shit and I'm looking at my phone and I'm thinking, do these motherfuckers know it's a pandemic going on out here? It's real shit going on. Hospitals are filled. Bodies are filled, man. Check the numbers. You might want to bury your head in the sand and act like this shit ain't going down. I'm seeing people in strip clubs. How the fuck are they even open? I pick up my phone and I look at places in other fucking states. Florida. Get me started on that fucking cesspool. Florida. Texas. Georgia. In particular, those are the first three that pop in my mind. Go look at what the fuck is going on there. Y'all know. Some of you might be from them places. Like, you get people, a thousand people in a room, not a mask in sight. But they got bottles and twerking and shit. Y'all so fucking thirsty, man. Y'all so thirsty. Be happy with yourself. Sit back for a minute. Reflect. This need... This need to do shit. This this fucking... I hate y'all. That's what it comes down to. If I was Thanos, I'd snap and get rid of all you motherfuckers. <laughs> if I was Thanos, I'd snap and get rid of all you motherfuckers, man. Like, it's it's so crazy that I feel like at times, like, I'm, I'm an alien and I'm just on this planet, like, and I don't belong here. Anybody else even have, have that thought? Like, I feel like in my brain, I'm so logical that I'm the weirdo. Anybody else feel like that? Is there anybody else out there? Please come find me. Because it's just me. It's just, I'm alone. I promise you, I'm alone. <laughs> if you could get in my brain, you would know I'm alone. Like... God damn, man. What are we doing, people? Like, we got to relax, man. We got to relax. Look at what's going on. It's bigger than your need to go on a vacation. It's bigger than your need to go to the strip club. It's bigger than your need to go party. It's bigger than your need to see your grandmother. It's bigger than your need. Whatever it is, what's going on on this fucking planet is bigger than your little needs. And I say your little needs. Mine, too. I'm not special. Mine, too. Pay attention to what's happening, man. What's wrong with y'all, man? Look, everything is locking down again. Y'all complain about this lockdown. Y'all y'all want a real lockdown. Y'all want a real lockdown. Y'all not built for it. Y'all not built for it. Y'all not built for a real fucking lockdown. Like, this ain't even real lockdowns what we going through. 
Oh, I can't eat in a restaurant. Boo fucking who? Y'all not ready for real lockdowns. Y'all, it's complaining now. The smallest inconveniences to help humans as a whole. And look at you motherfuckers, man. And it might not be specifically the people listening to this. But when I say you, I just mean people in general. Just look, man. Look at what's going on. Do better. Fucking ain't. Do better. Like. <sighs> Christmas is here. <laughs> Quick segue. Holiday season. Christmas. New Year's. I know for a lot of people, it feels weird. It feels weird to me, too. A lot of the norms we don't have. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't be sad. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel what you feel. You do. But it's bigger than you. But like I'm saying, holiday season, Christmas is here. I got to go to New York and see the the tree with my girl yesterday. And that was cool. We got a little pictures. We walked around a little bit. But as I'm walking around, I'm looking and I'm just seeing all these motherfucking people crowded close together. And I didn't get in those crowds, by the way. My ass was off across the street, safe, not around people, masked up. But I look across the street over there by the tree and you got hundreds of people crammed up together just to take a picture in front of a tree. You know that? Just to take a picture in front of a tree. And why they want to take that picture? So other people can see it. The motherfuckers don't care about that tree. By the time they get in their car and go back home, they forgot all about it. Just to take a picture... So me and you can see that they saw the tree. People risked COVID for that. You understand what I'm saying? People risked COVID for that. A tree. When I tell you I'm on this planet alone, I'm on this planet alone. Jesus, fuck. But New Year's coming up as well. And uh, I wonder what that's going to be like. I wonder what that's going to be like. Because I saw people crowding up to see a tree. I know damn well people crowding up to celebrate New New Year's Eve. I know damn well it's happening. Like. I guess there's a way to do it safely if you're in small crowds, right? I would love to maybe hang around a few friends or something. Just a few. Maybe three or four. Right? But that's it. I guarantee you, you you, you hear my voice now. And when New Year's Eve come around, turn your TV on and go on the internet and watch what you see. Watch how many thousands of people huddled up together. To count down. <laughs> to count down. Watch. Watch how fucking ridiculous it is, man. But I would like to do hang around with a, you know, small group, small, responsible group. You know, like when I go watch football, I'm with the same three to four people every Sunday. That's it. Just that. People you know, right? There's still ways to do this, guys. Like I said, even with all this stuff going on, they gave us protocols. Just follow the protocols. 
but New Year is coming. Hopefully with this New Year. I know the vaccine is out now. People are getting the vaccine. I know personally a few people. I think like maybe four or five people that have already gotten the vaccine. Hopefully with that, it will save our 2021. I want a summer. Just like everybody else listening to my voice. I want a fucking summer. I want a summer in New York. I would love to show my lady summer in New York. I would love to experience summer in New York. I would love to take my father fishing. I was supposed to do a lot of fishing with my pops this year. And I haven't because I was trying to stay away from him for a majority of the year. Because I don't want to kill the fucking guy. You get what I mean? I don't know. You, I could be asymptomatic and next thing you know, boom. Because he, his, his immune system is not great. He's gone through two strokes. You know? I want the summer back like everybody else. I want the year back like everybody else. Hopefully these vaccines are. Dance. Hopefully motherfuckers take them. <laughs> Hopefully motherfuckers take them. The funny part is all the people that's like anti-vaccine. You know all the people that was anti-mask? Like all the politicians and shit? Look who the first people in line getting shot in the arm. <laughs> I saw Pence. I saw Mike Pence. Hey, weren't you, weren't you anti, weren't you denying this when it happened in February and March? Weren't you the same people complaining about the mask? You know how many Republican cucks I saw getting shot in their arm? I will say this though. It was, it was a lot of people talking that shit on what they weren't going to do when these vaccines came out and how they weren't going to take it and blah, 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 blah. I'm seeing that starting to change very slowly. Very slowly, as motherfuckers are coming out, and they all of a sudden pro-vaccine. But I will say this: if you do have legitimate concerns, by the time you're able to get the vaccine, it's going to be damn near later in the year anyway. So don't worry; you'll have plenty of examples to see what's going on. <laughs> you'll have plenty of examples to see if it works, right? And look at the people who've gotten the vaccines. They've gotten them, right? You worry. I know you work at Stop and Shop and you think that the government is out to get you. But I saw Obama take the vaccine. I'm seeing presidents and governors and senators. And like I said, I know personally four or five people, nurses, all work in the healthcare profession that have gotten the vaccine. Doctors and scientists get the vaccine. But you, person who works at AutoZone, knows more. And you will not get the vaccine. (laughs) Ah, man. You guys aren't going to like me after this episode. You're really not. (laughs) Ah, this year, huh? This year. Yeah. Speaking of shit I don't like, Chat House, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um... Hey, that's pretty stupid. Everything I see from that is corny. Like, can I ask a question? And I'm going to try not to be too judgmental because I know I'm sounding very judgy this episode, but this is just deep in my heart. Um, Why do y'all find the need to talk to strangers so much? Like, like celebrities... If I'm a celebrity, if I'm anybody of note or importance, I'm not even going on that shit. 
It's just going to be a bunch of people trying to get you in trouble. I saw grown men moaning and shit, like, on the chat house, just like, what's that? <laughs> what's my man name? Lakeith? Uh, the actor, the little skinny black dude that all the women like now, and, you know, like, moaning on chat house for 300 bucks. I don't understand it. And, I, and I'm not, you know what's funny? I'm not even going to knock it. To the fellas that's over there that I heard the story, the fellas was moaning for 300 bucks on chat house and shit like that. I'm not even going to knock it. Let me tell you why I'm not going to knock it. Because it would, I would be a hypocrite. I can't sit here and say that I'm perfectly fine with all these women having OnlyFans, which is basically online prostitution. I mean, let's keep it real. It's online prostitution. It's online sex work. I'm not, again, I'm not knocking it. It is what it is, though. Let's call it what it is. It's online sex work. I won't say prostitution. I'll say sex work. That sounds nicer. It's on, It's sex work. And I'm fine with that. I know people personally who do, who do that. And I'm fine with that. Get your money. But you can't be fine with that. And then dudes get on. And they moan they can get a $300. I, again, I don't know all the details of that shit. So I'm just giving you the little bit, you know. If you moan and get $300, hey, fellas, go get that fucking money, man. It's going to be people that got something to say. Who gives a fuck? You just, if, it, if that shit works, go get the money. That's what I'm on. Go get the money now. Like, who cares what people got to say about shit? Like, but anyway, like I was saying, that whole chat house shit is just corny. Like, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. That shit is whack. Like, I guess if you're using it for, like, legit shit, you know what I mean? Like, if you're really on it and you're really using it for some legit shit... And you're really exchanging ideas and information. Cool. But for the most part, motherfuckers just be going up there just to have uh, morning radio conversations. Like, hey, is paying for dates, uh, is, is, is $200 dates too much? And uh, when do you split the rent? And uh, uh, shit like that. Like, y'all just be having Twitter conversations and, and radio host conversations on Chat House. Like, motherfucker, I don't care about your opinion. Like... Fuck out of here. Cornball. Y'all corn. I'm angry. I gotta calm down. <laughs> I gotta calm down. Yeah, I don't get this chat house shit, man. But it ain't for me to get. I don't get TikTok either, but it ain't for me to get. And I gotta learn to just back off and let people do what they do. Let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to be a hypocrite and, and and go at people for, for enjoying something. If y'all enjoy that corny ass shit, you got every right. And who the hell am I to knock your joy, your joy? Just know me personally. If you came here to listen to me, you came here to hear my thoughts and opinions on shit. And personally, I think that shit is buns. I think it's corny. I've only seen corny things come from it. Like, yeah. So that's just, again, just my own personal opinions. Don't mind me, guys. What a year. Fantasy football. I'm in the championship game again. Mark, if you're hearing this, sorry, brother. <laughs> uh, I'm in the championship again. That's three years, three finals. I am the king of this shit. If you're hearing this and you're in my league, I am the fucking best, man. It is what it is. I'm the fucking best. That's it. I'm the best. Out of the groups of motherfuckers that I play this shit with, I'm the fucking best. Ken might be two. Rob might be three. No, you know what? I'll keep it real with you. I'll keep it real with you. 
The best is going to be the winner out of me and Ken this week. I'll put that person at number one. I'll put the other one at two, and I'll put Rob at three. Everybody else is after us. Again, this is just for the few people that's listening that play in the leagues with me. So everybody else, you can just kind of ignore this part. Don't worry about that. But yeah, much success. I'm trying to win that $1,200 still. So I'll let you guys know about that on the next podcast. But um, anyway... That was, uh, let's call it phase one. I just wanted to go through some stuff that was on my mind, that was going on in current events and stuff like that. Just kind of share. So right here at this point, you'd hear a sound effect, you know, bang. I'm still working on that one day. I promise one day I'm going to actually do that and not just say it. But, you know, let's insert sound effect or some seamless transition music, you know. Phase two. Shit that I've been binge watching or into that I would like to share with you guys. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Uh, I just recently finished that. That shit got me in the chest. Like, I'm I'm very... Yeah. I think I might give it a shot. I think I might give it a shot. It's a very... I've had two people um, this year, too, come to me and say that they think that I would be good at chess because I have a very cerebral way of thinking. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I'll take it. Fuck it. Um, If you haven't seen Queen's Gambit, give it a shot. I think it's like eight, nine episodes. Uh... Set in the 60s. I don't know her name. I think her name was like Ann Taylor or something like that. Red-haired girl with big, beautiful eyes. Looks almost like a robot. But she bodies it. She bodies it. Apparently, it's about a true story. But the true story, it was a guy. It wasn't a woman that was uh, going around the world kicking everybody's ass and chest. But that's basically what it's about. Um, A girl, she's in a foster home. Uh, she's taught chess by the janitor that works there. She has a natural ability of it. She also has a pill habit (laughs) and her pill habit helps her with chess. Um, it's a great show. It's a great show. I recommend it for anybody that really wants to like, I know you think like how fucking good could a show about chess be, but trust me, it's, it's worth it. Like it. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how to play chess at all and I like it. So I can imagine if you do, you'll like it even more. Netflix is body and shit, by the way. I've heard people complain about, like, Netflix don't have shows and blah, blah, blah. No, Netflix has a lot of shit. You might not like it all, but Netflix has a lot of shit. And a lot of quality shit. From stand-ups to documentaries to original content. Their movies aren't that great, I give you that. The movies aren't that great. But besides that, they got a lot of shit. They got a lot of shit. But yeah, Queen's Gambit. Um, They did a good job of making you feel like you're in the 60s with that show, too. Like, the set design, the way everybody was. Like, I love a show that is a time period piece. And does an excellent job of sucking you properly into that time period. 
right? You don't feel like it's it's weird. Like, uh, what's that show on HBO? Damn, I can't remember the name of that show on HBO. But J.J. Abrams and, 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 and Jordan Peele did the show. It's kind of new. With the black people, they're back in the... Damn, I can't remember the name of that show. But that show, to me, didn't do a good job of immersing me in the world of this is supposed to be the 20s or whatever the fuck or the 40s. I think it was the 40s. Like, they didn't do a good job to me of making me feel like that. Like, it was very much like... They would show the lady in the car driving... And the background music for the show would be like a Rihanna song. Like, what the fuck? That's not, that's pulling me out of the time period, guys. But anyway, you don't have to worry about that in Queen's Gambit. It does a very good job at putting you into the world. It does a very good job of showing you, like, her struggle. Uh, when she meets her mom, her foster mom. Like, the relationship between those two is interesting. I'm trying not to tell you too much because I don't want to ruin it in case you actually go watch it. But uh, if you need something to watch, if you need something to binge, I recommend it. Um, you know what? I've been gone a little while. I'll give you two things in this, in this uh, section. I'm not finished with this yet. So I'm only going to give a limited kind of review on how far I've gotten. Uh, I have Audible. I might have talked about that before on the podcast. And I have Obama's book. Right? His book. I think it's like a promised land or something like that. Uh, to anybody that cares about the details of his thoughts during his his uh, early life. Uh Fuck, stupid. Dummy, what the fuck you doing? Fucker. But, uh, the details of his early life. Like, some fucking asshole just hit my car with their door and then got in the car because she didn't know I was in the car. If it was a guy, I would have got on to him to suck my dick, but I'm going to relax. I'm going to just keep staring at her dumb ass and make her uncomfortable. Hit my motherfucking car again. I'm going to get out and we're going to have a problem. But anyway, let me calm down. If you feel like hearing the details of, uh, yeah, I record the podcast in my car, by the way. It's very quiet. It gives a, you know, it reduces the echo. I've learned. <laughs> um, but yeah, Obama's um, book, if you care about the details of his presidency and kind of what he was going through during that time. It, it, it does a really good job of just breaking down like the thoughts. Like when my favorite part is so far is when Sarah Palin is introduced to the fray and just his opinions on her is fucking hilarious. Very good book, kind of long. I think it's like 26 hours. But what else are you doing? It's a goddamn pandemic. Go get some information. Pretty good book. Um, I'm on chapter, I want to say 11. Um, absolutely worth it. One of the things, like, I I'll give you one of my early takeaways of the book that uh, 
I got immediately. I was under the impression that Michelle was always behind him with this because her public face, she seemed so supportive and so with him. And I've heard him state many times how he couldn't have done this without her. Now, after hearing this book, that makes even more sense because I come to find out she wasn't with this shit. She did not want him to run for president. She didn't even want him to run for senator. She just wanted a regular, normal life. But she rolled with this dude. And that's one of my biggest takeaways is, is Michelle. Like, the patience she displayed, the grace she displayed. He's a lucky dude, man. Obama's a lucky fucking dude. To find a woman like that that's just patient, patient, understanding, man. And because of that, he was able to become the president of the United States. <laughs> like, her patience and understanding allowed this man to become. You understand what I'm. Listen to what I just said. Her patience and understanding. Allowed this man to become the president of the United States, man. Obama's the luckiest motherfucker in the world, man. Luckiest motherfucker in the world. Like, the bigger picture. The bigger picture. That's gonna transition me smoothly into the... The third section, put the music here. Phase three. Personal thought. I'm going to make this one about pride. That's one of those things this year that I've learned to swallow. I've learned the true dangers of pride. And I've been able to, I think, change my life. And I'm still working on it, so let me not act like I got it all figured out. But once I was able to move my pride to the side for a lot of my relationships, and I don't just mean like romantic relationships. I mean with coworkers, with family, with friends, and romantic relationships, just with people. Once I was able to, once I'm able to remove my pride out, things flourish. For me, like I have a better understanding and I have a better understanding of the people that can't do that. I was one of those people. I remember when I was young, I used to say shit like I know how I'm going to die. And when I die, I'm going to die with my pride. I'm going to die because of my I would say stupid shit like I'm going to die because of my pride. I was 20, 21 and was fully expecting my pride to get me killed. And was fine with it. You know how fucking dumb that is? You hear what I'm telling you? You know how fucking dumb that is? I was fully expecting my pride to be the reason that my ass is in the ground. And I fight every day to make sure that that doesn't happen. But I think God, or whoever you want to think, that I got enough self-awareness to know that that ain't the way. Put that pride to the side, bro. Like, it's helped me be a better leader at work. It's helped me, I think, be a better friend, be a better man in a relationship, be
be better brother, a better son. Like, 100%. I can just think of so many examples of normal situations where I would have been in combat. It ain't always about being right, too, by the way. Speaking of pride, it ain't always about being right. It's okay to lose some shit. It's okay. You just got to understand that the person that you're dealing with is on your side. When I'm at work getting into an argument with people, I've told myself to back off it because, hey, me and this person wants the same thing. We just want this product out the door. And we may both be feeling frustration, but at the end of the day, we just want the company to make money. We want the product out the door. We want to make sure we got a paycheck. I used to get into these heated exchanges with people and these passive, this passive aggressive shit, by the way, passive, passive, passive aggressive is the weakest shit ever. It's the weakest shit ever. If you're hearing this and it's you and you're taking it personal, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't have anybody in mind, but I'm just saying because I know everybody does it. I've been guilty of it, too. The whole passive aggressive shit. Open your mouth. Speak. Articulate yourself. Put your pride to the side. Put your ego to the side and speak. That goes for me and that goes for anybody hearing my voice right now. It's important that you do that. It's bigger than you. And your pride may get in the way and you may not realize this, but guess what? We need each other. You need people in your life. I don't know who needs to hear this, but listen to what I'm about to say. You need people in your life. You can't live this shit by yourself. I don't care how much you think you can. You fucking can't. You hear what I'm telling you? You can't. You need friends. You need family. You need people that will support you and rock with you. Real ones. Not the ones that's from afar on the surface saying, oh, good work. You're doing great. I'm on your side. No, real ones. The ones that's really in the trenches with you. You need them. Treat those people right. Put your pride to the side and treat those people right. Be understanding. Because those are going to be the people when it's time to put your ass in the ground that's going to be at your funeral. Those are going to be the people when it's time to put your ass in the ground that's going to tell the story of you. One day, somebody's going to talk about you for the last time. One day in the future... Somebody's going to talk about you for the last time. The people that you're close with, the people close to you, are going to be the fucking narrators of your story when you're gone. I might die tomorrow. I might die 50 years from now. And whatever it is, I hope... That I left a certain impact. I hope. That I'm remembered fondly. By the people I love. I hope I did right. By you guys. Now I'm fucking getting emotional shit.
I hope uh, the people who can hear my voice I don't say it enough people that are close to me but I love you fucking guys and I regret that I don't say it enough But that's another thing that I want to get better at. And it comes down to putting that pride to the side and letting you people know that I know that I'm a fucking mess sometimes. I know I can be obnoxious. I know I can be annoying. But to the people... That I really fuck with. And you know who you are. I do love you. And. If you go before me. <laughs> uh, I'll be here. To properly tell. Your story. How much you meant The type of person you are Yeah Yeah We're here And it's, it's not too late if you're hearing this, just know it's not too late to fix shit, put your pride to the side, and make sure your relationships, and make sure you reach out to people, and the people you love, you make sure they fucking know it. The people you care about, you make sure they fucking know it. Don't wait until they're gone. Don't be full of regret over this shit because you want to be proud and you think that that shows strength. It doesn't. It, it just shows that you're weak. It shows that you're weak. Like, I've been through shit this year, brother. I've been through loss. Don't be like me. <laughs> Don't be like me. Don't wait until it's too late. These are the people that's going to tell your story when your ass is gone. When your ass is gone. Hold on to the people close. Hold on. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable around the people you love. The ones you care about. Don't be afraid to let people care about you either. A lot of people are like that. And it's stupid. You can't do it alone. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck how much money you got or don't have. You can't do this shit alone. Hopefully it's a long life. And you're going to go through a lot of shit. You can't do it alone. Hit them up.
Let them know. <laughs> Let them know.